Russia is a madhouse. By order of the Peaky Blinders, welcome in to our season three recap as Josh and I break down every single episode usually, but at the end of our uh, rewatch of each season, we like to do a season recap talking about the highlights, talking about the winners and losers, and some... uh, some favorite new characters and least favorite characters from every season. So this is season three of the 1920s family gang drama on Netflix and BBC. I'm your host, Daniel Gilman. And I'm Josh Levy. This has been a just phenomenal season. We said it in our in our episode six recap that we would give this season a 9.5 rating. Just phenomenal across the board. Phenomenal start. Phenomenal end. What a cliffhanger leaving, leading into season four with the whole entire Shelby and Grey clan getting taken in for all their different crimes and all, all, all at Tommy's expense. And Stephen Knight really had us on the edge of our seats towards the end there. And I'm really, really happy that he closed it off in the way he did. Tommy gets in over his head and uh, messing with the Russians, messing with Father Hughes, all proved to be a lot as, as Charles gets kidnapped in that finale as well. And then they have to blow up innocent people in that train. So we're going to be here to explain the biggest things for you, and then we'll go over highlights. But first, go like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast and follow us on Twitter at By Order of Peaky. Click subscribe, click follow, rate us, review us. If you think we deserve three, four, five stars, do it. If you think we deserve one or two, I'd love an explanation of what we could do better. Or you could send us straight to our email at bootpeakyblinders at gmail.com. This podcast is sponsored by a company that doesn't just say they'll help the less fortunate. They do it, like Tommy Shelby. Bare Bottom Clothing makes the best everyday adventure menswear. From essential khaki shorts to wild stretch swim trunks or even their new stretch joggers, everything is made with premium adventure-ready fabrics that is designed to be super comfortable all day long, makes for a great present for a loved one, a friend, or even, you know, just treating yourself. The kicker? For every item you buy, they donate shorts to a child in need in Bangladesh. Go to barebottomclothing.com, that's bear like the animal, bottomclothing.com, and use the promo code PEAKY for 15% off. How about that? A discount and donating to charity. So Josh, I'm going to let you do this for us. We lost Grace in episode two. Grace was your girl. She was your favorite. And it was all John's fault, starting this this vendetta with the Changretas by threatening the son of Vincente Changretta because he decided that he wanted to be in love with Lizzie and, and John wasn't having any of it. So he, he threatens him, threatens to break his knees. John and Arthur have to choose to kill the wife of Vincente. Instead, they send her to America. And just like that, we're off and running into this new season. Two years later, where we do... We do uh, we deal with a couple new things, but mainly it's just the the wedding with Grace and the Russians getting involved into things. Right, and not to mention that the the Shelbys have moved into larger and luxurious life lifestyle, you know, which is a huge jump into what we've seen in the first few seasons. Just a very different landscape and environment that the Shelbys are kind of you know in. We 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 we've, we've come from the Billy Kimbers and the Sabinis of the world. All the way, uh, you know, to to the Russians and palaces and and and, and grandeur, kind of that we've never seen before on the streets of Birmingham. Which, but we we do see, you know, the Shelby's in Birmingham still this season, which was nice, which I didn't think was going to happen once we saw where where they were. But you're right; it just gets started off 
very early with this vendetta against the Changretas that could have been avoided, but John Shelby, as we've talked about, frustrating as hell, was the catalyst to Grace getting killed. And it, I, I don't know, I mean, you can you can give some blame to Tommy, but John is, is the reason why they wanted to, to, to send a message to Tommy. And all because he wanted to break Angel's knees, and because he had to punch him when they were, you know, the 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 uh, scene at the uh, dry cleaners when he's behind cut his eye yeah, out when he's when he's behind the suits and he cuts his eye out. You know, it's just it's just very very brutal. And fast forwarding to you know even after Grace Grace passes away, which I mean, if you guys watch, if you guys listen to my season three episode two recap, you can hear how how heartbroken I I, I was by that because I was so attached to her as a character and her character arc, but. You know, the scene with Tommy and Angel at their quarters where he is losing his mind and he's deciding which way he wants to kill him, take his tongue, take his eye. And he's like, what, what, what do you mean? I'm a, I'm a blinder. And he's going to take his eye out. And then Arthur finishes him off. He heard the blackbird sing. Just a, a, a really wild scene there, too. Just so much going on. But it all boils back to John. And Lizzie Stark is the catalyst of this all because she had to be, you know, pussyfooting around with a Changretta. Yep, and so was that your favorite? You said that was your favorite scene of the season, right? That was my favorite scene of the season. I mean, aside from you know the 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 scene with Tommy on the hospital bed with Lazarus playing around, just because I love that I love that song by David Bowie. The scene with Tommy and Vicente Cingreta was my favorite scene in my, and which I think was his most tremendously acted scene of the series thus far. So that's that's definitely my winning scene. All right, so let's get to that. So we meet the Russians or the exiled Russians at that wedding that night when um, Tatiana comes by and we meet the Grand Duchess. Tatiana clearly has a thing for Tommy and later they end up having sex a bunch. And at the end of the day, it was all a ruse from Tatiana to have Tommy steal the jewels for her from her own family. Three of the new characters in this in this family is the Grand Duke, the Grand Duchess and the Duchess, and the Grand Duchess' name is Isabella, and she kind of runs shit. But Tatiana is one of the main characters of this season. We find out that Winston Churchill saves Tommy's life in the season finale of two just so he can have him working with this economic league and Father Hughes so that they can put together a robbery of 27 armed tr- armored cars on a train going to London, then blow up the train and frame the Russians from having an act of terror on London's or Britain's territory so that the British and the Soviets could cut ties, and that is the, that's the grand scheme of it all. And at the end, Tommy works behind the, the scenes to try to make a deal with the Soviets. He doesn't want to do this. They take out all the firing pins, but Alfie is back. Alfie is used as a jeweler by Tommy. Alfie... Oh, betrays Tommy. Tommy nearly kills Alfie in the finale, but at the end of the day, he doesn't. He realizes that, you know, better heads prevail, but he is able to recapture, re, you know, save his son Charlie's life, but not before Arthur and John blow up the train, killing innocent men, getting sent to prison because of it. And Tommy's got to deal with more powerful people at the very end as Michael, Polly, Arthur and John all go to jail as Tommy does not let them flee and instead holds them hostage, essentially, in the season finale final scene. Let's just uh, take a second there and clap it up for Daniel. 
Everyone, everyone clapped up for Daniel because he just did a fucking amazing job of explaining the convolute, the most one of the most convoluted plot lines in a season of television that I've ever been a part of. We've seen this season like three or four times each, and we and we still had trouble figuring out what was going on because it was so complicated. And it's it's a testament to how freaking great this season is because listen to all just just rewind about like a minute and listen to that over again if you're not understanding it because. You are not alone if you're not understanding it. Just just rewind it if you need to because it's so important. And it's crazy that at the end of season two, that's when everything got set in motion with the whole Russian versus, you know, British plot line and the Bolsheviks and the Georgians and the Russians and the exiled Russians and all of that. It's just it's just a lot going on. And the whole entire Tatiana, you know, Grand Duke and uh, Petrovna, those characters were great characters that were introduced into the season. Added a added a nice little flair to the show that we've never seen. We're kind of used of you know the the Irish and 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 the British influence, but we finally got you know even more foreign European influence. So I thought that was great to the season. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if I forgot anything. Michael was the one who killed Father Hughes in revenge for being abused as a child when he was part of the parish with the Holy Fathers. Ruben and Polly this season, as if you guys listen to the rewatches, you know that I hated this storyline more than the anything. The portrait, the porter, the portraiter, the right. whatever, the painter, you know, pa- fell in love with Polly. They ended up having sex, but Polly ended up thinking that he was going to be the uh, the rat when it ends up being Alfie, but then they make up at the end. But that's a bit of a throwaway scene when they meet in the first, uh, the first episode in the wedding. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, we get our guy uh, from Game of Thrones and Chernobyl. Oh, Dag- Dagmar Clefjaw is a very big part of the season. He's he runs the, uh, the factory. Leicester factory. Yep. Yeah, or is it the the, the Leicester the Atlant- the Lan- the Lanchester factory? He runs it, and he kind of gets bribed by Tommy to set up the robbery with the armed twenty seven armored vehicles, and the whole entire the whole entire story with the armored vehicles kind of like drives the show a little bit for a while and. Felt bad for the guy, and Tommy's get Tommy got his hands very dirty in this season. And Father Hughes, man, the villains of this show get worse and worse as the seasons go on. And Father Hughes, by far the worst villain up to date. Not only was he like a snarky little bitch, but he seemed like he like knew how to fight for a priest. Like he his blows to Michael were like finishing blows. Yep, and so uh, Polly and her conscience has her essentially cracking Tommy's skull in the middle part of this season because she goes in to confess about killing Campbell, which is you know pretty fresh in the season finale of two, and she says that, that there's going to be a murder of a man of the cloth. Tommy ends up getting ratted on by Polly inadvertently. Tommy has his skull cracked, and that's when we have that great David Bowie song when Tommy's recovering for three, four months in season in episodes four and five. In the beginning of the season... We've got the great, um, the great Ada scene where Tommy snaps her out of her funk she's in, gives her a job with the Boston office, and we have a new character as Arthur is now all of a sudden married to a God-fearing woman in Linda. And so, what do you think about Linda Shelby here? She has a, she mean, she she comes into the fold here, and it's kind of changing Arthur and revolutionizing Arthur's life to kind of put away this this life. She talks about dreams of going to America to the West Coast and you know hanging out with the with with the Indians and as Johnny Johnny Dogs calls them the Apaches and tells them he's <laughs> gonna get scalped by the Apaches later on. But Linda has these visions of 
you know, teaching at the school and Arthur running the store and they would be close to each other. They would go to the they would go to the beach and the the water and the towels and the sand would, would get his mind off of France, you know, all the all the visions he's having of France. So she's important to trying to to, to to kind of changing Arthur's life. And it's not a coincidence that Stephen Knight throws her into the fold right when Arthur has the biggest task of his Peaky Blinders career to take care of for 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 Tommy and for everyone's safety. So Stephen Knight does that on purpose for a reason. There was another awesome scene when Tommy goes out to Wales to meet the uh, the Madam Boswell, Madam Boswell, and give her yeah, the sapphire that he sapphire. thinks is cursed, that essentially is uh, was was around Grace's neck when she's killed. Another um, new character in this season is the. Uh, the father Hughes, obviously Patty Considine. I'm trying to think of all the actors and actresses' names. Uh, we're kind of unscripted in this episode, so we're we're trying to jump around all over the place. Well, in this I mean, season. I mean, it's 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 crazy to think about. Like it feels like Grace getting murdered by the Changrata man with with the blue sapphire in episode two was like seasons ago. It was four episodes from the end of the season. Literally four episodes ago, Grace was killed. Yep, and. It shows how much goes on in these one hour, not even one hour, 56, 57, 58 minute episodes. I mean, Grace possibly getting killed might not even be like the most like, I mean, it was important for a lot of reasons, but there were so many other, right. It's very forgettable because of the whole Hughes and Russia and, 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 and England storyline. And so we, we lose sight of that. And like season three, episode two was like bottom five feelings of my life watching television because I was so sad. And attached. I mean, one one was as I said was Daenerys Targaryen lighting up King's Landing and her dying. But I mean, Grace dying like shook me to the core, and it's like it's very forgettable because all the things that happen. Yep. And then there's also that new character Charlotte, who Michael ends up impregnating, and then she has to have the uh, the abortion at the very end of season three, the final episode. We let's get some highlights in. My one of my favorite scenes of the entire show's history is is no fighting. No fucking fighting. No fighting. No fighting. <laughs> yeah. No fighting in, in episode one. That's the first episode. Yeah, that's that is a great scene. I also love when when they go and, and take Michael shooting and and John is blackout drunk and Arthur's hammered and Michael puts the gun in, in John's face and, and and John's like, You watch out, Michael. That uh that Wembley, it's got a it's got a jumpy hammer. <laughs> yeah, that is a great scene. That's like a bonding scene and uh foreshadowing that if you if you have the hindsight goggles on that michael's michael's gonna be the one to kill but not with the gun which was ironic enough so that's a great scene i mean the alfie scene in the, in the last episode oh classic he gets really serious and tells tommy you know what line what line exactly am i crossing and you know what we're allowed to say things and go back on what we say i i totally go back on what i said in the in, this, in the episode six recap i think alfie was right i just you know, once once Alfie like once I heard that Alfie didn't know that Charlie was involved with with the whole thing, I I I wasn't mad at Alfie like I was before. But Alfie was right. You know, he he gets serious and he shows he shows his wit and his common sense about him in that in that scene. So we got a few more big highlights before we get to winners and losers. There's also the epic sex orgy at the Russian's house where John Madhouse. yeah John and. Arthur ends up having sex with prostitutes and then Grace has a, we have a flashback to Grace, not a real flashback, but she has an appearance in Tommy's brain as Tatiana chokes him while having sex with him. And he has an out of body experience there. And then we also have the the episode before or two episodes before when 
Tatiana is is running around Tommy's house and and has plays Russian roulette and says, "Did you know that madness sets you free?" And talk about how they're just passengers obeying the law and talk telling that was a wild telling scene Tommy how he's just afraid like house. a boy who's broken in through the window. And then they and then yeah, they I trade cars, and that's the same one where they they find out their father is dead, and the women of the of the Shelby uh, Company Limited go on strike. And so they start to really come into their own there with Linda joining the fold and Linda being welcomed into the family, the women's side of the family. And I think the final highlight has to be when in the final episode, when Tommy has to tunnel, tunnel to save his son and goes back into the olden days as they bring back some of his, you know, war buddies who were part of the clay kickers, the Tipton clay kickers. And Tommy is just relentless to get those jewels back and save his son, which which Michael ends up doing anyways. Yeah, it's a it's a it's so it's a wild scene that I mean episode six was like it was like had the same theme as like Epsom where there was like the end you know the the tunneling scene and the jewelry scene and the blowing up was all happening at once so it was very elongated for a very long period of time so that was a great scene and the the scene with Tati in the house running around playing Russian roulette and calling saying he's like a boy broken through the window. She's, she's, Tati Loki, like, is a very, very smart and insightful person for, you know, what she gives off. So, I mean, all, all the scenes with her were just wild. You're on the edge of your feet, kind of, the, the edge of your seat, not knowing what she's going to do next. All right, who's your winner of the season? My winner of the season is going to be Michael Gray because he's really come into his own. He's really matured a lot. He's learned. He's doing everything right. He's smart. He's witty. And he's not afraid. And I think that's the most important thing is that if you want to be in this line of business, you can't be afraid. And he showed that he was not afraid at all to kill Hughes. He got his revenge. He's more matured. He's He looks like more confident when he speaks to the family. And so Michael's going to be my winner of the season. My winner is Lizzie. And so even though Lizzie kind of started all the Changretta drama, it wasn't her fault. She just fell in love with this guy. And then in a uh, in an awful situation for everyone else, Lizzie kind of gets the, the promotion with, with Tommy losing Grace because Lizzie starts to have sex with Tommy and then eventually higher up to the ranks where he, she's basically his most trusted confidant. And so Lizzie Stark is, uh, is someone where at the end of this season, first of all, she's one of the few people that's not in jail. She doesn't have any lives on her conscience. And I guess it's just her and Ada left that are just like uh, innocent bystanders essentially, but Ada's relatives are the ones that are sent to prison I, I, you know, there aren't many options for winners of this season. Michael, at the end of the day, still has to commit two murders and go to jail. So I'm going Lizzie for my winner. What about your loser? My, that's that's a great winner. She's very important, and she's a catalyst. She got a lot. Of, you know, she's like very important to what's what happened in the season. But uh, my loser is going to be Arthur Shelby because right when he's trying to, you know, get get right and be a good, you know, righteous man. Tommy has him doing the worst things. He has, he has him, he has him, basically shattering his conscience because he has to kill innocent bystanders in in this act that could have been avoided, and so it's just it's just not fair to Arthur to to have to go through this when he finally has his life getting together. He's you know he's not drinking you know as much you know he has he has Linda by his side you know Linda trying to get him right and it's it's just not fair to Arthur. So I'm gonna have him as my loser of the season. Yeah, the, the whole season is just a growing case study on Arthur's conscience because we more and more we see that he really does have a soul 
and he hates doing all of this murdering and he hates, you know, blowing up the train, but he feels like he has to, and he's so ready to go to America. And oh, that's going to lead right into mine. My loser is Linda because Linda is so smart and she's really tried so hard, but she has just joined the wrong family. And even though she does have a witty side, she does argue and negotiate with Tommy to get more money. She is delusional to think that she can take Arthur away from Tommy Shelby because even though it might not be his final goal, there was no way that Tommy was going to let Arthur get to America, even if it means send him to prison, I think. That's that's my take there, that Tommy is not devastated that he has to keep Arthur in England. And so Linda has to raise this baby by herself for the time being. She, uh, Tommy didn't even give her give them the money at the end. She's like, he's like, Lizzie, go put it in the cellar. We'll we'll deal with it in due time. And so we got a few more minutes here. I want to hear, we got some new characters, some fun new characters. Who was your favorite and your least favorite character new of the season? So, I mean, my, my favorite was Tatiana. Tati. I just, I, just, I just love her dynamic with Tommy Shelby and he's into it. He, he low-key likes the madness of her. She's wild. She's a wild card. You know, all the wild cards in this show are always phenomenal. I mean, Alfie's a wild card. Tatiana's a wild card. Johnny Dogs I mean, is the best. Johnny Dogs is even a wild card. I mean, sometimes Tommy's a wild card. And so these wild cards are just curly, just awesome. Yeah, and Curly, you don't know what's coming out of their mouths at any Gold, that's what what's coming out. Do. Every time Johnny and Curly talk, Johnny Dogs and Curly, it's gold. Every single right. one of them, I write down the, the quote. Tatiana, when she spoke, you had to write down. And so and she was just also just smoking hot at all times. And so she was my favorite character of this season that was introduced. And my least favorite character, I mean, I, I think it's unanimous, was Father, Father Hughes. Hughes. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, that guy sucks. He's annoying as shit. His face was annoying to look at. I'm still convinced he's the same guy as the end of season two that shot uh, the, the other man that saved Tommy's life. Yep. But <laughs> he was just Patty a- Constantine, though. He's a two-time FAFSA award winner. He's a stud. He's a great actor in England, and he killed it. He was still, I mean, the act, the, the acting was phenomenal to get me to hate him so much. Yep. And that's when you know it's great acting. But he was just so annoying. He was getting in the way. He, he just really, he really fucked things up for the Shelby family when maybe they were trying to get, uh, get on the right path. I'm torn because I really want to give it to Ruben. I really like that acting. <laughs> I know I really did. I thought he he portrayed it very well, and Alexander Siddig was was really good. But you know, the comedic relief is so important in this show. And uh, I really am torn. I, I think I'm gonna give it. I think I'm gonna give it to the Grand Duke, Grand Duke Petrovna, because that's, that's all every interesting. every time he talked, I was laughing. And when when Alfie undressed him and called him Rumpelstiltskin and basically said, every time you all of your all of the bad ideas they come from you, right? So I, I like that. You know, him eating the, the caviar. He's just playing the system and he's pretending like he's bankrupt, even though he's got this massive treasury. I, I really liked every time that he talks. So he's one of my favorite. He's he's that underrated, underrated character. But Johnny Dogs is is my uh, my sixth man of the season. He's great, taking Tommy he to was. Wales and then living in, in in heaven when Tommy's recovering for three months. God, it, it, I love when he talks. That's that's great. And so if you have any final words, give it now. That's going to be our season three recap for you guys. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, just phenomenally done. As we said, 9.5 out of 10, arguably the best season, probably the best season thus far. And just it's setting up season four in a wonderful way. And so we're very excited to break down season four and wrap up our our, our rewatch until you folks in America that are, that are not able to watch it week to week like those across the pond. They, you guys get that on Friday, October the 4th. 
and you'll be able to see season five and hopefully we're uh, getting you caught up up until then. There we go. Make sure to stay tuned for all of our season four rewatch. And if you just like the recaps, keep an eye out for our season four recap. We're going to try to get it to you somewhere in the first or second weekend of October so that those of you that are watching season five can get that recap for you on Netflix and right here on any of our platforms. Click subscribe, rate us, review us on Apple, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Peaky Podcast or follow us on Twitter at By Order of Peaky. Keep the feedback coming. We're getting so much of it. We're going to keep on giving you guys shout-outs through our Season 4 recap. And we're going to be doing Season 5 with Grace's Secrets at the end, which is our spoiler-filled section where we go back and look at one concept from every episode, talk about it through Seasons 4 and 5. So email us if you have any of those tidbits or ideas for that at bootpeakyblinders at gmail.com. Wrapping up this Season 3 recap, he's Josh, I'm Daniel, and we binge so you don't have to.